hey dudes we have a regular episode for you today and it is pretty goddamn great if you ask us <laughs> if i do say so myself <laughs> we and we do say uh we laughed a lot recording it um but first we just want to bring your attention to the black lives matter movement we want to spend some time using our platform to talk about it bring some attention to it hopefully elicit some action um sadly police brutality against black people isn't a new thing, which means that we haven't been doing nearly enough. Um, And so it's time we all get on board and demand change. And we're going to share a few things that we have been doing to support this movement. You know, these are things that didn't take a lot of time or money. And um, perhaps you can do them even while you listen to this very funny episode. Um, Yeah. (laughs) first thing write to your representatives your local your state representatives your senators your governors uh your mayors if you so choose I have never done this before I feel very ashamed at admitting that I just I just always felt very awkward about it for some reason but um there's actually something that made it very easy for me I did it yesterday and I just did it again (laughs) it's a little yeah it's a little too easy um but it's called resist bot uh you could text the word resist to 50409 you put in your zip code it helps it it basically lets you write an email in a text and it will send it to all of the local representatives even up through like our house of like congress our president and like mm-hmm. it'll help you draft an email to um to our, any of our representatives so i've and done you it twice just blast it out you blast it out yeah Ugh, it mm-hmm. is so great um and you can even see what other people in your neighborhood are writing about and like take some you know um inspiration from them they have templates you could use so it's great uh obviously uh standard text messaging rates apply so just be aware of that they're not a sponsor or anything uh i just happen to have used them like within the last 30 minutes and then yesterday so um yeah yeah you could also there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of good information Mm -hmm. that um are black and Mm -hmm. have are saying exactly what they want uh, in this movement and uh, you can follow those people um, and organizations i i personally follow uh byp 100 that's the black youth project uh, Bernice King, who is Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, daughter. Um, uh, and then I, I think you put a couple in here, too. Oh, yeah. I, I started following um, Check Your Privilege and The Conscious Kid uh, very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just search for those. But we'll also post something on Instagram with all of these people tagged in it, just so you can easily follow them. Also, I've been following Layla F. Saad for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she does a lot of work on... Uh, what, uh, basically, she wrote a handbook, and it's called Me and White Supremacy, and you can... Mm-hmm buy that and it's a workbook that you work through your feelings um just to understand like your privilege and all of that stuff it's uh pretty intense but uh very nice uh for the rest of the world yeah (laughs) so definitely get that workbook that's uh the next category we come to is things to read um i recommend also the new jim crow mass incarceration in the age of colorblindness by michelle Mm. alexander just uh, paints a very clear picture and through line from slavery to 
uh, current day uh, mass incarceration. Mm. Um, Women, Race, and Class by Angela Davis is one that I just bought and just started reading. Mm. Um, One that I want to read that I haven't yet is uh, White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism Mm -hmm. by Robin D'Angelo. And a very informative Twitter thread, uh, if you're on Twitter and it that's how you consume a lot of information at this point in time. I do follow uh, a really great historian named Kevin Cruz who uh, writes about this, all this kind of the the history of uh, discrimination and and all that. Um, And he just wrote a Twitter thread about the American history of police brutality. Mm. Uh, I I retweeted that. It's uh, very interesting and pretty fucking... Uh, depressing but um, (sighs) yeah Mm -hmm. check that out Um, and then places you can donate Uh, DJ and I have personally donated to the bailproject.org it's a it's the bail project which is a it's a national revolving bail fund and it is oh cool yeah yeah, uh, there are I, I do recommend going to check check your like local bail like your county bail funds um, yeah I know that there's like right now there's like Chicago LA New York yeah uh, a lot of like the bigger cities have them right now Uh, Minneapolis because of everything that's going on but like yeah I don't know uh I don't know that they are established for everyone so that's a really good yeah option if you know you live in a smaller town maybe yeah and this is um they've always done this as part of their mission to uh combat mass incarceration and help to uh, reshape the pre-trial system in the United States. 100% of their online donations are used to bring people home. And since the bail money comes back to us, or back to them when the case closes, they're able to recycle every dollar donated at least twice per year. So that is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and then also uh, we've donated to Campaign Zero, which is an organization that advocates for advocates for policy-based initiatives to end police violence in America. I think some of the um, places where we initially donated money aren't are no longer like accepting donations, or they're kind of pushing you to right. um, maybe like your uh, local Black Lives Matter chapter or you know these um, local bail funds. A, a, mm-hmm. a fail-safe for me in terms of donating money is always ACLU. Um, mm-hmm. They are on the front lines of of every sort of you know like injustice so yeah uh that's always a fail safe and uh something that you can be sure like your dollars are going to be used to help fight injustice so yeah um and yeah did we already say check your local black lives matter yeah chapters yeah okay Mm -hmm. and i would say just make sure it's like the sanctioned chapter of black lives matter in your area and you know they'll tell you where to go and where to donate so yeah and uh, yeah, I just want to say that uh, for me personally, beyond doing the things that are easy and immediate, like, you know, signing up for, you know, following people, donating money, whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's really not enough for me to be sad and sorry about this fucked up situation. Uh, to me, it's a moral obligation to not only like be s- super fucking 
sad and whatever about that the fact that ant- that racism exists, but mm. also to be actively anti-racist and um, to unlearn the casual hurtful habits that allow the system of white supremacy to work for me. Mm-hmm. I um, I urge you to think deeply and critically about how you feel in this moment. Read books, donate to organizations that support anti-racist causes, and uh, you know just file up the, fire up that old Google machine if you have questions and read materials written by historians and activists, uh, especially black uh, mm-hmm. historians and activists. Yeah. Um, experts in, in, the, in the field of uh, injustice. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a crazy world. And we just want to say that we love you all very mm-hmm. much. And yeah, I hope, I hope this is helpful. And thank you for listening. Yeah. I, and we really, truly debated a lot about whether or not to release an episode this week or mm-hmm. go silent or just offer some information um, about how to educate yourself. Uh, and we decided we still want to release an episode. There's just so much, you know, we can only all take so much. I know I've been looking for levity in places and... Hopefully that's what this podcast does for people who mm-hmm. are having a hard time, not just with everything that's going on with, you know, the protesting and the unfair treatment of black people in our communities, uh, but also with coronavirus. And like, let, let us not forget that we're in yeah. the middle of a pandemic. Um, and so, you know, you might need some laughs. Yeah, find find the joy where you can and yeah. uh, just, again, always take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. And so. without further ado, who was that, Tommy or uh, or Freddie? I think that was Freddie. And without <laughs> fur- further ado, Freddie would like you to know, here's some dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Love you. Hi, it's Erin. <laughs> I am Nicole. I just came in real hard. It's like the first time we've ever done this. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, you, no, you go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> by the way, by the way, this is dude that's fucked up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. Come on. You know what it is. Um, you guys. Wow, what a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Not in general, but just this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I just wrote a joke. I just thought of something and wrote it down in our notes, like with a pen, so you wouldn't see it. And I can't I love wait it. to get to it. And it's so fucking stupid. And I can't wait. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we love to see it. Yeah. Oh man. Um. God. Biz. How's everybody doing? Do we have any oh, anything? Yeah. Fu- any any business? No. But how's everyone doing? pause for answer okay great oh good uh (laughs) anything uh, fucked up for you this week okay well we all know i'm um i'm now on the tiktok and i um, dude you guys first of all don't hold on what if you didn't know nicole's on tiktok (gasps) yeah okay i'm on tiktok 
find her. She is posting some fucking legendary content. If you didn't know, <gasps> oh my find, god, what's your, what's your username? Nicole dot Okay, I might change it soon, so just beware. But uh, if you search Nicole Mackey, you'll find me. There's a picture of me. I have curly hair. You'll see it's me. There's probably not that many Nicole Mackeys. Um, but I okay. So I don't like really follow that many people yet, and I'm and I don't have like friends on there or anything. Like I, I you know, I haven't like. It's like a different platform, I guess, than like an Instagram. So I'm not looking for people I know. I'm looking for content I like. So anyway, I was going through content. I don't even know how, but I ended up on this Bruce Willis video. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where this is going, but I love it. Okay. Well, I went down a full Bruce Willis rabbit hole and a lot of the videos are in Spanish. And I was like, I didn't know he knows Spanish. And they're like sexy. And like, I was oh. like, oh, daddy Bruce, go for it. You know, like, okay. this is hot. I like it. I like it. I watched so many videos. The ones in Spanish, I don't understand them, but they were very funny and fun. And I was just like, oh, I love this guy. He's so amazing. But then I started to realize, huh. That apartment doesn't look that nice. Where is he? And then, and then, uh, okay. And then I realized something was a little off. Like he looked like Bruce Willis, but like kind of off. Then I realized <laughs> oh it's like a fucking blue check mark. So he's like a verified Bruce Willis double. <laughs> <laughs> I spent like fucking 25 minutes and I was like, He's like some, I'm like, he looks good, but he's like off. (laughs) Like something was just like off about his face. And I was like, but like his, he had like too big of nostrils or something. It was very, it was like very minute. (laughs) (laughs) And I almost started sending you these videos because I was like, oh, daddy Bruce. But then his face was wrong. So then I was like, I don't know. (laughs) You were looking at videos of Spruce Dillis. (laughs) Oh my god. Spruce Dillis. <laughs> I felt I can't. So oh my dumb. god. He's like on a pleather couch and shit and I'm like, "What? Where is he?" Like <laughs> this is weird. Why isn't he in like Montana with like rumor? I'm like all the kid I thought he was quarantined there. Oh my god. Anyway, you got, you got got by Spruce Dillis. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I'm crying. Yeah, I love it. so anyway, there was something for everyone on TikTok. <laughs> Man, this guy must really look like Bruce Willis. I'm interested. Enough. Uh, he enough. looks like him enough. Yeah, <laughs> he'll get you. Oh my god. Oh my um, god. Did I'm, do you have anything this week, or did that trigger anything, or no? You're good. No, um, no, I, I, I don't have anything. I just, TikTok is wild. I, I will go ahead and piggyback on that shit. It is so silly. It's very fun. And I'm just like so happy. It's not just like all teens, like trying to sexy dance. No. Cause that's like really what it was for a long time. And now there's more stuff. So, uh, but yeah, you can get sucked in. I mean, for too long. God, I mean, what a time to be alive, you guys. This is this is such a wild time. Yeah. Um, 
And with that, I will segue into our topic, if you don't mind. Excellent. Um, no, I am I the opposite of don't mind. I mind <laughs> because I'd like for you to do it. All right, let's do it. So <laughs> I recognize that we have lately been doing a lot of episodes from like the 1800s. Mm. Um, and I think that is because it's kind of a comfort zone because I feel like we're stuck in we're like still back in time right now we're having this like time loop this time warp right now with all the bullshit that's happening in our country lately like Mm. the global pandemic uh racism is Mm. still popping yeah uh never went awful never went away never never ever went away um people are yelling about hoaxes all the time um and i think it's just we're in this time warp and especially when it comes to hoaxing. I think we're, we're hitting another golden age of hoaxing, um, of hoaxes. Mm -hmm. Um, but let me tell you about the original golden era of hoaxes and a a very specific hoax that happened Mm -hmm. back in this, this golden age of hoaxes. Um, so back in the late 1800s, this is when things were really, really silly. Um, Mm -hmm. there was a man named George Hull And he decided he wanted to pull off a stunt. This is like stunt queen (laughs) extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Uh, He like how like how Khloe Kardashian changed her whole face. Absolutely. He's like, I'm going to I'm just going to go out there and trick everyone. Yeah. Like, am I Kim? Yeah. Am I am I Courtney? Courtney? You don't know. Am I a Jenner? We don't know. You don't know. Who is this? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So this man named George Hull, he planted a, quote, giant, uh, like a humanoid giant in a field in Cardiff, New York. Uh, This shit was fake as hell, like (laughs) so many things in our world today. Mm -hmm. But he was trying to he was he was he was knowingly perpetrating a hoax just to literally troll super religious people. Like that was the whole impetus for this. And you know what? I got to say, I love it. I I really love love it. it. I love it so much. I fell in love with this man. Mm. He is so funny to me. And, uh, I just love that he's out here. Troll. I mean, pizza troll. I feel like I've talked about it before. Pizza. He's reformed now. He's a reformed Mm. troll now. Um, but on the internets when he was a younger man, a younger man, um, he trolled a lot, uh, message boards and things of that nature. So I'm attracted to trolls. Um, yeah. So I just love this man so much. He was really doing it. He this was, was doing it. He committed. That, and, and we're going to talk about how epic of a troll this was, but uh, let's just kind of like set the scene a little bit like yeah. we do. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So in the late 19th century, it was a, a really transitional time in American history. The Industrial Revolution was was popping. It was happening. Um, it, ex- it helped to expand the middle class, uh, especially in the North, mm-hmm. which had prospered during the Civil War, which is pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um but in the wake of the war, a lot of Americans were like ready to rebuild. They're open to new ideas. Uh, they wanted progress. And one of the things that was really coming out of this time was uh, natural science. I think um, there was a lot of uh, 
time and money being dedicated to the natural sciences. Darwin was out here in these streets doing writing all kinds of uh, books. It was it was wild. <laughs> um, and it was also the beginning of the Gilded Age, which uh, was characterized by optimism, materialism, and individuality. Mm. So basically, people's imaginations were really, really fired up. And like because industry and science was, was kind of paving the way for lots of new opportunities, um, people were like, they were ready. They were like, yes, let's, I ha I, I love where everything's going. And it just kind of like opened people's brains up. It just, mm. I don't know. People yeah. had time for it. People had time for kind of frivolous ideas and, and there, there was so much happening in the country that it was, it was time. So like, uh, and still an era of discovery because they were exploring yeah. like, they were learning so many things that they didn't know before. And it was like, mm -hmm. oh, so so people's minds were so open that it was like they were taking in yeah. any idea that was presented and then yeah. testing it, you know? And I think the exhilaration of like a really hard time in the country's history, mm -hmm. anytime you have, you know, you come up out of a really deep kind of depression after like a war or or something like that, it's just there's... There are a lot of opportun opportunists that mm. that come in, into the onto the scene, and that's kind of where we were at this time. So, mm. um, and I, I to me, it's it definitely sounds a little bit like where we are now with breakthroughs in technology. Um, uh, you know, we still don't have flying cars, but we mm -hmm. we most certainly have new and innovative ways to sell people things, like infomercials and sham wow. <laughs> No, like, uh, you know, like face recognition and, oh. uh, <laughs> and tracking your, uh, clicks on the internet yeah. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, oh, and maybe, okay. and maybe even listening to the conversations you're having oh, when you sure. open an app like Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a, I see parallels here yeah. is what I'm saying. I see. So, so the kind of hunger that people had for novelty basically helped hoaxes flourish in this mm. time. Um, and we've talked a lot about the grifters and the hucksters of the day mm -hmm. and how they kind of compare and contrast to the trash ass celebs and influencers <laughs> we have now. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of fun. Um, and we've already talked about this, I think quite a bit. And I, I do feel like this is one of our favorite eras to, yeah. to talk about, but, um, if you haven't listened, one of our, what I, I think one of the most representative of the zeitgeist of this time was P.T. Barnum. Mm. Uh, please listen to our two-part episode about this fucking idiot, weird dude, if you haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was we, uh, we have a lot of guy. We have a lot of thoughts and, and feelings about him, so check that out if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. um, but this was around the same time. P.T. Yeah. Barnum was existing during the time of our hero, the, the, the main person we're talking about in this, uh, topic, George Hull. Yeah. It's, I think you're right. Like about just the time it was and like people being presented new ideas and, and just like, even if they knew it was fake or, or were like heavily suspicious, like they didn't question it too hard because people were just kind of excited by it. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, it was just like all this, it was probably overwhelming too. And, yeah. and such a distraction from a lot of 
you know, really shitty things that were happening. Kind of like how TikTok, TikTok is a, a distraction <laughs> oh for us now. Oh my God, it is. It's like, I'm just thinking about people going into like P.T. Barnum's, you know, museums and stuff in New York City and just like seeing some of that stuff and being like, man, this is stupid, but do I like it? I can't tell. And it's like, that is TikTok. <laughs> it's like, or, or going on Twitter or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever social media platform that we have these days, it is all of them. truly it's true <laughs> it's all just it's all just driven by your kind of morbid curiosity about things but yeah. also it's entertainment like entertainment. some people are are extremely entertaining so mm -hmm. i don't know it's it's all it's all a big freak show yep <laughs> it's entertainment because it's stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> taint good and taint bad <laughs> can't tell so it's entertainment yeah, uh, I mean, even what we're doing right here, right now, a fucking <laughs> podcast, <laughs> who's to say? <sighs> so yeah, uh, George Hull, this man, recognized this desire for the novel and the strange when he perpetrated the hoax mm -hmm. known as the Cardiff Giant. Ooh. That's what we're talking about, Cardiff Giant, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Shout out to uh, someone for suggesting suggesting this. Oh, thank you for oh. the suggestion. <laughs> Am I Sean Connery now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think someone suggested it in the coming into the Facebook group. So thank you because we were like, "What is this?" And then, basically, two <laughs> seconds later, what? Yeah, there's a there's a big reason we there's picked it. There's a big it. reason we picked it. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away. We'll talk about it. Uh Yeah. It's big. <laughs> it's, it's Uh so a cigar maker by trade. That's what this man George Hull did. Bitch, you know you're supposed to refer to him in the correct term. It's a cigardist, okay? <laughs> That was my joke. <laughs> Cigartist? Yeah. He's a cigar artist, okay? He's a cigartist, okay? He's not a cigar maker. There's art that goes into it. <laughs> He's a cigarista? <laughs> a cigarista? A cigarista? I don't know. Uh, this man He's a made... cigologist? <laughs> I mean, back then, you know, a cigarista. <laughs> like I a mixologist know. yeah uh, he he was making he was making cigars yeah uh good for him yeah so he was also for the time i mean good for him for making money on tobacco but also he was a uh, kind of an an outlier because mm -hmm. at the time for this man to be not just a, a skeptic of, of all the things that were happening, but also a very staunch atheist. Mm -hmm. People were just not atheists back then. Um, yeah. It simply wasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's, he's like, um, he's just kind of a contrarian. Uh, mm. And he's, but, you know, he's doing his thing. And so during a business trip to Iowa, he got in a, a I'm a, I, I guess I'm assuming he's on a train going to Iowa and he's sitting across from a, a random stranger who he gets a into theologian. a theologian, a he gets into a, a theo theological debate with this man, uh, who is a revivalist preacher. Mm. I don't know if he was sitting on a train or not. I'm just making it up in my head. I I'm thinking no, of, that old, makes sense. of old timey, uh, transport. And that's where my mind went. So, mm. so he gets in a fight with this revivalist preacher about, 
uh, how the revival, the, the, he's confused at the way this man, this revivalist preacher is saying that the Bible is, is literal real. It's literal. Yeah. This, this preacher takes the Bible literally and, uh, Hull was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And the guy was like, no, the Bible is a hundred percent real, even though it was written by these random dudes. A handful of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's even a passage in Genesis where it talks about giants living on the earth. And so Hull was just like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) You believe that giants lived on the earth? Oh my God. Before anything else was created. And the guy's like, yeah, there, it says it in the Bible. So giants roam the earth. I mean, giant dinosaurs did, but yeah. like this man was saying giant humans. Right. Which like fine the if there's evidence of some sort aside from this one passage in this book. Yeah. You know. So according to Hull himself, uh, after this discussion he had with this revivalist preacher, he said he laid in bed that night and he, quote, was wondering why people would believe these remarkable stories in the Bible about giants when suddenly I thought of making a stone giant and passing it off as a petrified man. So he basically was like, I, he's figuring he could not only use a fake giant to poke fun at biblical literal literalists, but he could also make some money and bitch. He figured, right. O M G. I fucking love this plan. I love it. He has a plan and he puts it in action. So he he had this, you know, late night uh, epiphany. And so he's like, I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. It took him more than two and a half years and about $2,600 to make the Cardiff Giant. Now, $2,600 in 18, let's say 68. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me Google that. That's a fucking buttload of money, dude. Twenty six hundred dollars to make to make something that you're gonna try and pass off as a hoax today is a lot. <laughs> dude, but, I know this man spent a lot of money. But you gotta invest money to make money. That's what they okay. say. In 1868, that would be around like forty six, oh, like forty seven thousand dollars. Okay, so he invested $2,600, which in today's dollars would be almost 50 grand. That's insane. Like, that is so fucking insane. Also, I don't think he was, like, such a wealthy man. Like, it wasn't like he was just, like, you know, a a super rich guy just on his own. It's kind of, he was kind of scheming. Yeah, he he was like, this is an investment. (laughs) It's like a pyramid scheme. You got to buy the starter kit. You know, it's MLM. You got to buy the starter kit so that you can make money. But first you got to invest money. Yeah. You got to, you got to spend money to make money. So, so George Hull, I mean, we're talking nearly 50 grand here, uh, to make the Cardiff giant. So he, what he did was he, he bopped around the country and he's like, I need a specific type of rock. Like I got to find it. It was like, he was making like countertops in his like bespoke kitchen, but except it was a giant. So, um, (laughs) but he eventually he found, uh, he quarried five tons 
of block gypsum from Fort Dodge, Iowa. And then he shipped the block of, of uh, gypsum to uh, Chicago, where he'd already, he had a partner in the scheme mm. who was like helping him fund it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a couple of stone workers that they hired. And over the course of several weeks, Hull and the the team of, of stone workers fashioned a 10 foot, 3000 pound, which is three meters and uh, 1,361 kilograms uh, of a giant and uh, like a man, a mm. giant man. Yeah. And they they got every last detail. They they got they got little tiny pores. They had fingernails, all kinds of stuff like nostrils. Dude. Did I say nostrils? Nails, nails, Adam's apple. Yeah. Ribs. ribs. Oh, yeah. my God. Muscle definition. And guess what? What? There was a dick. <laughs> You got to you got to keep it all If you're going to put pores on this thing, you got to say if you're going to go to the detail of having fucking pores and nostrils and like even like maybe a hair coming out of a nostril like that much detail, you got to have a dick. He can't be smooth down there like Ken. No, and he's definitely uncircumcised, I think. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay, I I haven't seen it up close but this is what we were looking at like when we googled this and Aaron was like looking through pictures she's like oh my god the dick on this thing is worth (laughs) talking about alone (laughs) I mean we could do probably an entire episode about just the dick like why it is uh, it is not to scale first of all like it is so big like it's like (laughs) this it's like the size of it's like the length of the statue's forearm or something it's It's like it's not to scale. It's a real honker, if, it's a if you will. <laughs> the scientific term is honker. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's also very wide. It's like just on it. And it looks nothing like a dick. I mean, it looks like the handle on like a rolling pin or something, but obviously bigger. <laughs> it looks like a like a, a Red Bull can. <laughs> <laughs> but larger. It looks like a it's white a, claw. <laughs> it's a fucking PBR tall boy, okay? It is yeah. thick and it's, long. It's so girthy. But it the funniest thing about it is like I, I, every article I've read has had nothing to say about the very defined chub that this motherfucking statue, because that's what this shit is, is a fucking literal statue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they people were thinking this was like a real ass person we're gonna get to that later but yeah this is a is a real dick it's true <laughs> it's, it's uh yeah how come no one mentioned it like i know it is it's the first thing i would want someone to talk to me about also like <laughs> yeah it, we're just gonna get into when the people came to see it but it's like that's obscene also okay also if you're gonna look this up, don't go to don't look it up on the Farmers Museum website because it there's a like first of all, they don't show the angle that shows the dick. And also if you image search this thing, which I did, they like uh, censor it out. Yeah, there's like a leaf <laughs> over it. Like a fake, like a fucking clip art leaf. I'm like, what? You like like even a just blur it? Like a fucking uh an uh Tom Nook leaf <laughs> 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 from Animal Crossing. <laughs> 
you know fucking tom nook it's yeah it's the uh nook industries yeah. leaf print it literally is i cannot oh my yeah. god oh my god it's so stupid um also and he's like in a very awkward position awkward it is uncomfortable looking he's kind of like like rotated at the waist kind of and like leaning right it's like yeah i don't know he's kind of like i i I don't know uh he's doing something weird (laughs) definitely i thought the first time we looked at it that he had his thumb in his butt and he was like kind of jerking off (laughs) (laughs) and what a way to go you know what i mean good for him Like they were trying to say it was like, a, you know, like I think they're kind of going for like the Pompeii, you know, yeah. like how there's like figures in Pompeii, like yeah. they're petrified. I think that was like kind of what they were thinking. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if like Pompeii had been discovered by this time, but they were I, I'm in I'm trying to like envision what they thought a petrified human would look like. Yeah. And I, I they just basically made a statue like that's what happened and people <laughs> were just like oh okay but I'm thinking they in their minds they were like it's like a snapshot in time and like maybe he was jerking it maybe he yeah. I don't know who's so to like say. if this was early man all he had all the only thing he did was play <laughs> with his dick because there was nothing else to do you know what I mean we couldn't they couldn't go on a train ride this giant just had this giant dick and he would sit around and jerk it and that's all he would do and that's how he died <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. This whole, I don't know why they went the direction, the artistic direction they did. (laughs) I have no idea. Also, okay, you have in the notes that, uh, like, his facial expression was serene, (laughs) which also supports our theory, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um. He has like that Mona Lisa smile. Yeah, like hmm, like something's up, but maybe there's a little twinkle of shame in what he's doing, or we don't know. But is it a is it a grimace or is it a smile? <laughs> <laughs> is he about to finish or did he just finish? You know? Yeah. Is it mid? We yeah. don't know. <laughs> there's there's no jizz recorded here. Oh my god. I mean what that's kind time. of the that's kind of the vibe that I I got from initially seeing this. So yeah. you can you can be the judge of whatever yeah. it, whatever you see. He's let us know. Things. Yeah. Who knows? That's just what we like to think. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, apparently, though they so they made this statue basically in the most awkward they like left it in the most awkward position or they like create they the artistic direction they went with it was very awkward to Mm me but they also like they thought so hard about this that they I guess it originally had hair and a beard but then they had to remove it so that's maybe why it looks like kind of weird Uh, maybe wait why (laughs) because I'm thinking in my head they had to remove it so it was like that time when that Superman movie came out and what's his name had the, had a mustache and then they had to like CGI it out. Do you remember that shit? And no. it costs so much fucking money. Wait. Oh, well, uh, uh, like Tobey Maguire. No, Tobey Maguire. That's Spider-Man. Oh, no. What is Superman? Superman. Oh, Superman. Oh, 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 Christopher Reeves. No, like the most, one of the more oh, recent Henry ones. Cavill. Yeah. 
Uh, hold on, let me tell you which <laughs> which Superman it is. Superman mustache CGI. That's all you need to Google to find out more about this. Oh my God. Okay, please. Oh what? God, it's so bad. It's so bad. Please just Google that Superman mustache CGI and okay. you will die. Okay, Superman mustache CGI. <laughs> Superman mustache CGI. Yeah, they, so Henry Cavill had to, he had a mustache that he refused to shave for some reason, and they had to CGI it out. Oh my God. (laughs) Ew. It's so bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. He looks frightening. It's so fucking bad. It's like a joke. It's like they just gave him the Joker mouth. (laughs) It's terrifying. Oh but so God. they so with the this giant, they it originally had hair and a beard, but they had to remove it because Hull found out that like hair wouldn't petrify. Yeah. Like he got some science right, but <laughs> <laughs> what I don't kind know. of haircut do you think it had? Like, do you think it just had caveman hair or do you think he was dumb enough to give it the hair of the times? Yeah, like a like, Mr. Peanut hair or, yeah, or, like, or Monopoly man or whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking like parted down the middle with like two swirls yeah. in the front. Like weird And he things. had the, he had that like, you know, the, the must, the curly mustache. Yeah. And, and like <laughs> fucking like Con- the Coney Island man, you know, like the creepy, yeah. like twirly mustache. Also, like, did they give him chest hair or pubes and then they had to remove them? That's what I'm thinking. That's why the dick is so big because they're like, oh, oh we, there's, okay, there's, there's okay. pubes. <laughs> it had a full bush before, and they're like, no, this looks fine because the bush. <laughs> they're like, sir, the the workers are like, hey, sir, uh, the artist or whatever. The like um, the stone worker, the guys. stone workers. Yeah, they're like, hey, sir, you're um, like making a jack off <laughs> motion when you did that. They're like, hey, sir, uh, sorry. I, I feel like, I don't know, this dick is too big. We can try and get rid of some of it. Also, there's no balls. And then the guy goes, oh, well, it's fine. We're going to cover it with pubes. Just leave it. Then he brings it to Chicago or whatever. And it's like, then they're like, wait, no, this can't have hair. And he's like, fuck, the dick's already weird. And there's no balls. Do you think anyone will notice? This is the only gypsum I can find. <laughs> The stone workers are working on something else now. How am I ever going to find someone? Oh, my God. No, we can't just get rid of some of it at the bottom. It'll look like it's too high. <laughs> they made this motherfucker bald and di- his dick. I mean, it's true what they say. When you shave all your pubes, your it dick looks, looks bigger. way bigger. That's maybe why. Because <laughs> it's got no pubes. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I, I, I cannot. Oh, it's so so it's fucking stupid. funny. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> so this is like the whole this is all the whole process. They also to make it look older, they applied sulfuric acid and a bunch of other liquids. I'm assuming coffee <laughs> or something. <laughs> Tea bags. Tea bags. You know, like how when you have to make a little treasure map in yeah. elementary school, yeah, it's like they're just like soaking it in like dirty water. And yeah. Like <laughs> So they they put all this stuff on it that kind of gave it a dark and dingy aged hue, like like a yeah. tre- like a, a dumb treasure map activity that you would do in fourth grade. Um, yeah, looked eroded. It looked all yeah. like old. Yeah, 
And yeah, he, you guys, this is the fucking best part. This is the best part. We've already like gone on a very long tangent about how ridiculous the statue is (laughs) and how (laughs) comical the dick is. I mean, it's like not that comical, but it is pretty comical. So it also doesn't look like a dick. (laughs) But it's maybe eroded. Oh, my God. How big was it before? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So just so you know, this whole statue was modeled after (laughs) after George Hull. Oh, my God. He He was the model for the dick for the whole statue. He was the fucking nude model in the art class show rolling up several times a week. Laying in that position, he's yep. in the weirdest position, full dick out. Like the whole thing is just. The stone workers were just like, God, God. we have to go to work today and do this fucking. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to look at this guy's weird dick, except he's making us make it bigger. <laughs> like, you know, they did the whole entire thing and then they just like left the dick for last. They're like, all right, we just. He, and and George Hull's just like you know get, he's like I need my fluffer in here to get it yeah. to get my to get my chub going and oh, they're like my no God. man yeah uh, yeah it's uh it reminds me of that episode of Seinfeld where George takes the boudoir photos because he's trying to impress <laughs> the lady at the photo lab oh my it's God. like that kind of an awkward weird position yeah. you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. it's just like I don't know why it reminded me of that maybe because his name's George too. Probably. Probably. Oh, anyway. Well, so. Well, oh my God, that was the loudest firework ever. <laughs> I heard it. We just had some here, too. Wild. Wild. Um, so George Hull brought this thing up to like upstate New York. Um, he had a cousin, like a distant cousin or something yeah. who lived uh, in a town called Cardiff. And it's like kind of rural. Like there's farms and shit up there. Mm-hmm. And um I guess, according to the notes, Cardiff yeah. Cardiff was chosen because it had a lot of really religious people living there. Yeah, it was like kind of like a hotbed for for like deeply religious people, but also the like kind that were like fire and brimstone. Yeah, uh, like the revivalist kind yeah, of. Revivalist, yeah, revivalist, like the guy he had the... Mm-hmm. Um, conversation with on the train or wherever it was Um, and it was also the home to many reported god sightings the most famous of which was from joseph smith aka the founder of mormonism so it was like a hotbed this is all according to like live science or whatever um but it was like a hotbed of activity for like super religious people that were also kind of like pushing weird boundaries and like trying to establish mm. their own shit uh, and it. being like super preachy. So I feel like there was a reason he picked it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he happened to have a cousin that lived there and he was oh, yeah. like, he, he went up there and he was like, all right, let's do this thing. And his cousin was like, okay, this is funny. Yeah. And I'm imagining them like sitting around the kitchen table drinking like fucking moonshine or something. Moonshine. Yeah. Well, whiskey, whatever. Whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. And, and totally planning this out. So his, 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 uh, relative's name was William Stubb Newell Mm -hmm. and they all like went in on this pact to like swear to secrecy, this whole hoax. And they were like, all right, we're going to bury it in the backyard or in like the field in the backyard that you Mm -hmm. have here. 
and we'll wait a year and then have somebody dig it up. Yeah. Like we'll create a whole ruse or whatever for the reason you have to dig in the specific spot, but we'll figure it out and we'll give it a year. Yeah. Swear, sworn to secrecy, make a pack done. Dude. And it was like, they had to go bury it and, and like basically forget about it or whatever. And when they buried it, it was like, this is whole like legit thought everything through. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, he had to go back and like take the pubes off and stuff. So he like <laughs> he didn't like fully bake this out. Some of it was let's learn as we go. But he was very smart because they were burying it in in Stubbs yard. And they were like, OK, it's got to look like it's been here like through centuries. So they like buried it in a way where it was like tangled in tree roots and stuff they like pushed it underneath like and entangled it kind of so that it really looked um like it was there for a while and also I would imagine at first I was like why did they wait so long um but I would imagine they had to like let the ground settle so that it Mm. didn't look like someone just buried something there yeah no I mean they he thought through a lot of a lot of stuff yeah and and he had some stuff right in terms of like the scientific kind of ideations of the time but there is there is many many experts out there that would later yeah come check this out and very thoroughly debunk it but <laughs> just based on his his knowledge and knowing that like he was like a he, he knew he was a pretty smart guy and he was up on the times but he knew that for the area around there there was not that many <laughs> educated people keeping up on the the latest and greatest in the scientific community so sure he knew that people would be freaked out by this i guess mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a year later in October of 1869, they set the plan in action and, uh, Stubb hired some men to go dig a well. And what do you know? They found a giant (gasps) and Stubb was like, why don't y'all dig right here? And the workers were like, well, actually (laughs) this is not where water would be. We are well and and step was like no 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 it's cool guys this is the spot i promise yeah this is where water is i got it and so they're like (laughs) okay and they started digging and they were like what the fuck is this he was like what what is it oh what you found something in the in the ground oh my god what <laughs> they were like, yeah, there's like a fucking giant and yeah. it has a huge dick. <laughs> oh my god, there's a dick here. Oh my god, it's attached to a giant. <laughs> oh my god. Where's its pubes? It doesn't have any. <laughs> it must be petrified. <laughs> At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Oh, God. I had too much white wine. I'm like a real housewife right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking uh, Gloria Gaynor. Oh, Jesus. Um, I just laughed so hard. Some food from my dinner <laughs> dislodged itself, and now I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> you sick bitch 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it was like a big deal, and they were like, they freaked out. And yeah, they started like, telling people immediately. Like, all the well guys were like, dude, fucking get over here. There's this huge buried dick in this guy's backyard. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what's going on, but this thing, this thing is massive. Also, the actual, like, statue or whatever this dude is 10 feet tall. This is yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, they were, and then um, uh, people, like, legit left their lives and came to see what was up like immediately but also over the next few days and the next coming weeks but like immediately dudes just like left work came to this thing women brought their children which was a mistake yeah. <laughs> with that fucking erection out yeah. they, there was a lot of eye covering happening hopefully or like mommy what's that um yeah. uh but yeah it was like people were into it um, it had the desired effect. Like, honestly, yeah, this is exactly what uh, Hull wanted to happen. People and he were knew coming, it would happen. Yeah, he, he knew it would happen. It was mm-hmm. a total, total uh, attraction for the the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think uh, experts from, like, the surrounding areas started coming by. Because people were obviously like, what is this? Like it was this a man what what's going yeah. on here yeah word got around and like there's actual there was some very nice universities up there mm-hmm. which are still in existence today yeah and people were like okay well we heard heard about this thing like we have to see what it is it, it could be like a, a new discovery of something that we don't yeah. know about let's go let's go check it out so oh my like, god yeah, people are coming from all over and coming from like Syracuse University. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where Nicole went, you guys. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, yeah, and also like this area. So not only was this a good area to pick for Hull because of its like religious roots, but also there were a lot of fossil deposits that had been mm. found in this general region. So like... Uh, they people were like oh this could be an ancient man like we found a lot of fossilized creatures and things from swamplands around here or whatever yeah. um so this could be a man that was like a tall big man with a, a fucking huge prick and <laughs> and he just like you know is was first jerking off and then was petrified um <laughs> So dumb. Uh, but yeah, so they were like, oh, okay, this this could be something. Um, and then uh, so it was a it was a theory, but actually people from the local universities and like people who maybe had a little bit more information were very quick to be like, you know, um, I don't think it's a it's like a giant man who's been petrified. I think maybe it's a statue and it's like centuries old carved by French Jesuits. So they like weren't buying that it was, you know, what was a human. They were like, no, this has always been a statue, but they were still wrong. (laughs) They were like, this is rock and it's hundreds of years old. So they were, they were still pretty far off, but they were, they were getting closer. They're getting warmer. Yeah. And they were like, is that a dick? (laughs) And everybody was right. like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You don't need to be a scientist to figure that one out, honey. They're like, That's the only thing everyone got right. There's yeah. like, there's this thing. It has a dick. Oh, yeah. No one can agree on anything else about it. But the dick on it. But the pretty, dick. pretty good. 
pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. So this it's still really early in all of this happening, and Stubbs was fucking Daniel Day Lewis. Okay, he was wow. like, he was like, oh my god, like what is this? And people were telling him like, no, this could be an, an historical artifact. Like it's worth money. And he's like, oh no, we shouldn't disturb it. Maybe I should like cover it back up. And they were like, no, no, it's worth something. He's like, no, I don't think that's right. And they're like, no, it's worth something. He's like, oh, oh, really? Well, um, okay. I guess we should like take it out and show more people then. And was just and like, I, do you guys really yeah. think so? Like, yeah, he's like, oh, what? Like, I'm not going to like, like I'm not gonna disturb anything like this man's ancestors or anything. And they're like, you might, but it's worth something. He's like, well, okay, well, all right. I guess it, like if you guys are down, I mean, uh, whatever. I'm f- cool too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> do you guys like think I should charge some money for people yeah. to see it? Oh like, my god, just, just to take care of the grounds and stuff. You know, you know, just the Meryl Streep of his time acting. <laughs> For his life, just lip syncing for his life. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, Shantae, he stays. Um, and yeah, so then obviously people just were like fucking coming out for it. Yeah. Uh, it got wild though. Oh my God. Fucking Stubbs, AKA PT Barnum Jr., was He's, like, he popped up that tent. He fucking he, popped a tent, a big top. It yeah. had to be big. Had to, for the had to. Yeah. And the 10 foot tall, you know, statue. Oh, and the giant. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's uh, laying down. Okay, yeah. Oh, they, because they kept... we should say <laughs> the bottom's pretty flat. <laughs> oh, yeah. They... <laughs> They didn't bother with the butt. They didn't even flip it over to like carve the butt. It's just like the head just flattens out. It's like no one thought that like. like, Oh, it's going to be buried on. It's people are just going to find it and leave it in the dirt or something like what the fuck are you talking about? You idiots. Oh, my God. I mean, it might have a butt. I don't know. But it looks like it was carved while it was laying in that position. You know what I mean? Let's just say they didn't pay that much attention to as much attention to the the butt than they did to the dick. So, <laughs> so and to be clear, even though Stubb owned the farm, Hull was managing the giant business. He was he was the man yeah. behind the curtain the whole yeah. time, uh, and people were coming from far and wide to see this thing, and they were charging people. Uh, the first week, twenty five hundred people came to see it. And 50 cents a pop to like come wow. see the giant. The, the giant. That's a lot of money. That's what? How that, much money? Well, that's like $1,200. A little over. $1,250. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is wild. I don't know how much it is then. But then, uh, side note, we should charge 50 cents for every time someone listens to this. <laughs> We would have already made a lot of money. We would uh, have made tons of dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I don't know what the translation is. But, well, if, okay, well, if, like, almost $3,000 was, like, 50 grand. Okay, so they made, like, 25 grand in today's money in a week. Yeah, that's great. They, they're just, making, yeah. They're printing money. They got it. They're, they're printing they, they, money. Most certainly made back their initial investment of twenty six hundred dollars oh. for the time. Yeah, 
Oh my god. Um, and then of course, you know, people wanted to cut. Like businessmen started, you know, approaching Stubbs and um, wanting to get in on it. And Hole was still in Binghamton, New York, uh, at the time. And Stubbs was like, "Shit's ramping up real qu- quick. You should come back here. Like people want to do business with us." So he came back, and then um, he you know, was like trying to wheel and deal. People were like pitching him scenarios. Like it was like shark tank. Yeah. You know, and, and people were like, you know, we want in on this. They were the sharks. They were the, um, Mark Cubans. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Like Hole was like, yeah, let's like make a profit. Yeah. Let's do this. And he knew yeah. like the, the jig was going to be up soon. So he was like, we should make mm-hmm. as much money as quickly as we can because mm-hmm. like, everything's going to be revealed soon. So we should just cash out as quickly as possible. Um, a bunch of local businessmen bought a 75% interest in the giant for $30,000. They were like, here's money. And he was like, okay. Uh, they took the giant and moved it to Syracuse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. And people like were coming, like just the the word started to spread like newspapers were writing about it so people were not just in the area but like coming from all over the place uh train companies had to revise their schedules to allow allow longer stops in the town hotels and local businesses prospered uh and in local elections the cardiff giant received (laughs) several votes for (laughs) senator like this this shit is like it's like if something silly on Twitter happens. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. This is a tweet that goes viral Yeah, and you have to capitalize and you have to, you have to post your SoundCloud. That's what this <laughs> is. A hundred percent. It's fucking pizza rat. Also yeah. like, it's yeah. like uh, anything that like that goes, shit was a hoax. You guys. Yeah. That was a hoax. Uh, it's anything. Yeah. It just like got so much, it just was fueled so hot and heavy for mm-hmm. such a, a short period of time. Everyone jumped on it. Fucking it, people are so goddamn. It makes me pissed, but it also makes me. It also really makes me relieved that like people were always this fucking stupid. If That's in these right. elections, they're like Cardiff Giant on their ballot, yeah. and you're like, no, ma'am, that's an object not a person why don't you pick one of the candidates and they're like i don't like the two candidates they're it i don't like them and it's like well one's better than the other so pick one yeah this is literally how humans have have always been so don't think that this brand of stupidity has is (laughs) is new it's all it's always been here um there's something comforting yeah it is kind of comforting honestly yeah uh so this paleontologist from Yale, Oth- Othniel C. Marsh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, I imagine it's like a, a Timothy Chalamet-esque <laughs> name. Uh, Othniel. Othniel. Um, this, this man from Yale paid it a visit and declared it to be a clumsy fake. He... <laughs> He's he's the real he's one of the other heroes in this story. Yeah. He he pointed out that <laughs> chisel <Too> marks <laughs> chisel marks were still plainly visible on it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you guys, come on, what are you doing? Um, which if I, if it was like a, a giant 
it would never have them to begin with. And right. If it was like a human person. Yeah. yeah. But if it, also if it was a statue it, and it was centuries years old, it would have worn away uh, mm. over time. Um, so sensing that the, the jig is up and already having cashed out, Hull confessed. But the public did not care that it was fake. They kept coming to see it and they kept loving it. And they even started calling it like referring to it affectionately as quote old hoaxy. Clever. <laughs> Love it. The, are those the same people that voted for it? I'm honestly, <laughs> this is, this is the same exact mindset that it keeps our current garbage human of a of a president in office like in office yeah it's exactly the same yeah it's, it's a, like oh wouldn't it be funny if we voted for him and then it's like we voted for him and he sucks it's like wouldn't it be funny if we did it again yeah it's just like people don't they're they'd rather just like keep something as their own and rather than change their worldview you know so yeah uh yeah, yeah. so hey you guys guess who makes a cameo a uh, Appearance. Oh my God. PT motherfucking Barnum. Yeah, we said he was around during this time and it's mm-hmm. in New York. So PT Barnum is, he's there. He's like, oh, hi, I heard you had this like real cool thing. What's up? <laughs> he was like, yeah, um, I want to buy that and put it in my museum. Word hasn't gotten around to Manhattan yet that it's fake. So uh, yeah, we'd really love to feature it in my museum and make a shit ton of money. And they were like, no, thank you, sir. We have our own grift going on over here. Thank you yeah. very much. Um, we're grifting real hard. You have other stuff in your museum, like fucking shrunken heads and other fake things. OK, sir, like just be happy with that. This giant dick is our thing. <laughs> <laughs> make your own. And he did. So he did. Yeah. They were, like, they were like, no, we don't want to give you this giant. And he was like, okay, fuck you. I will make my own, you stupid motherfuckers. Yeah. And then he did. Uh, oh my God. He just fucking made his own. He made a replica and he fully admitted that it was probably fake in his ads. He was like, come see this thing. Is it a statue? Is it, a, is it petrification? Is it a stupendous fraud? Is it the remains of a, of a former race? We don't know. We don't know. Tell us. Do you know? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But we made it. Oh, my oh God. God. So stupid. What a fucking hoaxer. And, you know, people were just so fucking bored back then, but also, like, interested in anything that, like we said, that was new and novel. So they were like, yes, dude, please take my money. <laughs> It's why I watched the wrong Missy on fucking Netflix, okay? <laughs> People are out here bored. And I know it's not going to be good, okay? I look at it, I go, I fucking love David Spade. I, I love Lauren Lapkus. She's so funny. It's it's, But it's not going to be good. And you know what? I was mostly right, except for one scene where they do shadow dancing, and I was crying laughing. So... <laughs> go figure was it worth the hour and a half investment i had nothing else going on so yes <laughs> all right oh so what's the aftermath <laughs> of all this hull made his money and he's making a that whole mo- lot of money he he made a real big hull of money <laughs> he holds it in <sighs> yeah he like he knew he was like I already told you all it was fake and you still and you're still out here spending money on this shit. But okay. Oh, my God. Also, he was like a serial killer. Uh, 
and he was just like telling everybody it was fake um and then finally people were like okay yeah we're like kind of over it um and people stopped caring i feel like yeah it was like it had its moment in the sun and it was done mm-hmm. um and i guess all in all he made 20k off this hoax mm-hmm. didn't care that anybody like found, like he was out here just telling everybody it was a hoax anyway so he didn't care that people found out yeah um i guess he kept on keeping on though with the hoaxes dude he <sighs> I mean, it's why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I was just going to say, it's hard not to learn a lesson from this scenario when it went well for you. Like you set out to do a thing. You did it. You made a buttload of money for a statue that had no butt. And then (laughs) and then it's like, well, what am I going to do now? Well, fucking he's like, you know what? I'm going to move out west like you do in that time. And he's like, I'm going to go to Colorado and I'm going to try again. Like so bury he, another giant in the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. He fucking, he go, he's like, okay. He used a very large chunk of his earnings and he bought another slab of rock and he tried to make and bury another giant this time in Colorado. <laughs> and Colorado was like, sir, we might be high, but we're not stupid. Good day. <laughs> no, they weren't high yet. Maybe they were. Well, elevation wise, I guess it depends on where you go. I feel like they're way too busy in Colorado. Like, homesteading and like fucking gold mining and they're like i'm sorry we don't have time for all your northern fucking bullshit get out of here like (laughs) also like yeah they weren't maybe they weren't like fire and brimstone and didn't care about like any i don't know it was all they didn't believe that hard they were all just like you know we're trying to manifest destiny and be racist over here so (laughs) Like, we're very busy. <laughs> yeah, we can't be bothered. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, call, he just tried to do this little stunt in Colorado, and they were like, not today, Mm-mm. Satan. And then, um. so he lost a, a lot of money. Oopsie. And, yeah, sadly, he ended up dying in 1902, I think, without anyone knowing who he was, really. Um. And... You know, maybe he'd be upset uh, that a bunch of pe- people like still believed in God after he like pulled all these stunts. Except he doesn't believe in heaven, so he's just dead, and none of it matters. And it, who cares? And we're done. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but you guys, did you know this thing still exists? Oh my god! Not just the Cardiff Giant, like the original one, but also the uh, the fake of the fake. Uh, oh, the P.T. Barnum one? Yeah, they both still oh. exist. Um, you could see the Cardiff Giant um, either on the internet by Googling Google. it, or mm-hmm. you can go to the Farmer's Museum in Cooperstown, New York. So Yeah. And where's where's the P.T. Barnum one? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Who cares? It's fake. Yeah. Uh, I hope they destroy it. But, like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, who cares about this in general? But you do. You got to see that D. You, know you got I mean? to see that D. You got to check it out. I want to see it in Dude. person. I really do. Um, I, I feel like this should be in the Penis Museum in uh, oh. Reykjavik, which I highly recommend to all the people in the world. Mm-hmm. If you once were able to safely travel again, go to Iceland, go to the penis <laughs> museum. It's amazing. Book a one way ticket to Iceland, live there, uh, work at the penis museum. Uh, I live would. Your life. I would. <laughs> 
there's too many things in jars. I I, I don't like things preserved in jars. Uh, I feel like I love a good pickle dick. <laughs> Uh, well, just to put a, a, a final little point on this lovely Mm -hmm. story, um, according to Scott Tribble, the author of the book, a colossal hoax, the giant from Cardiff that fooled America, he said, um, quote, more than anything, the Cardiff giant hoax became an important cautionary tale for science. The giant affair embarrassed a number of well-known scientists who let their irrational exuberance and speculation get the best of them. The hoax would serve as an important reminder of the value of the scientific method. At the same time... Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) At the same time... The Cardiff giant would hasten the emergency of archaeology as a professional discipline in the United States. Within a few decades, amateur artifact hunters and armchair theorists would yield to credentialed scholars trained in archaeological methodology. Carefully practiced and applied, this methodology would make life a lot harder going forward for the George Holes of the world. This sums up all of the, like, armchair expert bullshit that we have in the world today that needs to be silenced oh my god all these people out here trying to act like they know better than doctors and scientists what the fuck is happening fucking your bleach drinking buttholes you know what i mean just take a seat let the experts sort things out and just Mm -hmm. you know what it's it takes zero energy to just let like just calm down just take a breath yeah. you know so oh my god <sighs> i love how this kind of dovetailed into just our current day bullshit so yeah we did not know it would we didn't who made the shroud of turin <laughs> <laughs> don't know i don't know <laughs> That is a that is a question for the Google machine. No one knows, but I don't think it was George Hull. No, um, I think we found it not that long ago. So someone, uh, but someone made it. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what a time. Yeah, there's all kinds of shit going on. It's always stupid. Yeah. Every we've always been stupid. Just keep that we've always been stupid keep that in your heart as a comfort and you know what we're, we're gonna get through this time that is garbage right now yeah um and maybe we'll learn some lessons i don't know but maybe it's not so comforting that history always repeats itself <laughs> i don't know no or that people have been this stupid forever <laughs> for hundreds of years yeah maybe not but Whatever, gotta keep, stay positive. Do what we can to make changes. Continue to support science and facts. Mm-hmm. That's you right. Know. You all know. You all know. You know what it is. Um, you know what it is. Listen, everybody, just stay up. <laughs> stay happy. Don't do. Yeah. Don't do. Um, don't go to all the trouble to make fake dicks. Like, just get real yeah. ones. It's fine. Get real. Dude, but for real, everyone Google this. Look at the dick. Uh, it's it, It'll get you through the next 24 hours probably just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is the butt is the butt as flat as we thought? Somebody now help in us my with mind, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody help. And now in my mind, I'm like, maybe I'm not. Maybe I am just like making that up in my mind. But I swear the bottom was flat. <laughs> um, it looks fake immediately. Yeah. If you don't if you don't Google this and look at it and be like, that is so fake, then. Yeah. I don't know what to we'll say. We'll post pictures of it, too. We'll Absolutely. Um, oh all right, guys. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, follow us on social meds at DTFU podcast. Go to our website, DTFUpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have a Patreon if you're interested in more content from me and Aaron, because why not? We got some good stuff on there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. If Oh, if you want to uh, check my Instagram for cat content, I got, oh my God. I got real cute shit on there. It's Aaron DB Saul. Um, oh my God. on Instagram, check it, check it, uh, um, follow Nicole on TikTok. <laughs> oh yeah. Fucking TikTok or don't, or follow me on Instagram at and I'm posting some TikToks there too. Although there's music issues on Instagram, uh, like, mu- like usage rights. So that sucks. But, uh, but whatever. What what yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, Hey, what? Stay. <laughs> Stay and be excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.